Welcome to Time Played 3HR, a podcast about playing video games for three hours at a time. My name's Louis. And my name is Lockie. And this week, we played three hours of the video game that is called Spirit Spiritfarer. Let's talk about it, Lockie. Let's do it, let's do it. I got three Hey! Hey! Welcome. What are you doing here? Um, I'm, I'm just here. You just, um, you're just on my Discord channel. I'm Get on, out of here. Uh, I'm on our Discord channel. I'm just hanging out and you're like, Boot up. let's record a podcast. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Welcome. How, how are you, my little man? Um, Good. I am good. Feeling Did you have good. a nice bank holiday? I had a nice bank holiday. I went to a seaside resort. Went resort? swimming in the sea. It was a resort? No, no. It was uh, a friend's house. Oh, okay. A, a friend's country house in a seaside town, though. Do we have resorts in the UK? Seaside resorts? Well, I think a resort is... What you say when you're talking about like a seaside holiday? So the resort would be like the whole the area with like a pier and a fish and chip shop, maybe a couple of rides. I feel like that's a resort. Oh, really? That's not what I understood a resort to be. I mean, I think there are you know there are obviously multiple definitions of the word resort. <laughs> I understood resort as like all owned by one company space, providing food, entertainment, relaxation, spas. Like a mega hotel Play area, area for children. Yeah, mega hotel, got buffets, you know, that kind of business. So here we Pool. go. Uh, from Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia, uh. Uh, Seaside Resort. A seaside resort is mm-hmm. a resort town or resort village or resort hotel located on the coast. Sometimes it is also officially accredited title uh, that is only awarded to a town when the requirements are met, like the title Seabad in Germany, um, where a beach that... is the primary focus for tourists. It may be called a beach resort. Ooh. So uh, I, th- I think it is just a general. It's just a space with a bunch of things in it. Yeah, would <laughs> designed for tourists by the sea. In a localized area. By this uh Oh. So like Brighton is a resort? Yeah, I, I would say so. I it's think not maybe, though, maybe is it's it? a bit too big though, because it sort of edges into seaside town, city. Okay, so like Disneyland Resort then. Maybe resort comes from it offering all these things designed for tourists. But this is a branded Disneyland resort resort so it could be a resort but the fact is disney owns all of it so it's a disneyland resort if if i came in bought it all up i could change it um well and then and then sold it all off Ah, ah. to individual to To individual people people. yeah then maybe it just becomes a resort resort. (laughs) (laughs) well i'm glad we've cleaned that up yeah um no it was good 
Lots Good. of eating and drinking, a bit of swimming. Ooh, a bit of, you get in that sea? Walking, got in the North Sea. Was it chilly willy? It was very cold, yes. Very, Still very got cold. your nipples, though. And I tell you what, oh, the waves, they weren't playing. <laughs> the big waves, dude. It was getting, getting slammed. Sorry, I missed that. I was still reeling from when I said still got your nipples. I still, you... The waves were big. They weren't messing. Okay. There was big, big, like, throw you around. I love a, good, I love a big wave. Kind of, like, scary wave almost. Yeah. I love, I love, my favorite thing is, like, oh, like, obviously it's fun to, like, go with it and, like, sort of, you know, jump back with it. So you sort of, like, you're, 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 you turn into a surfboard. But my favorite thing is to just... As it hits you, crunch into a ball and then just kind of tumble to the shore. That Let feels great. Destroy you. Yeah, yeah, it is fun. But these were these were it was tricky because it gets deep quite quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so to get behind the point where it crashed, you would have to be not touching the ground. Mm. You know what I mean? And it was quite str- strong sea, so it was yeah. You, yeah, you don't want to be out stressful. there. You don't want to be out there too long. You might get um, you might get exhausted. Yeah, and it kind of throws you around, and you just you know can't touch the floor. Um, but then if you're where you're standing, it's before where the these big waves crash, and you just get like continually nailed. Have you ever drowned? Uh, no, I'm still mm. here. I'm I'm still alive. Thank thankfully. Have you? Well, I guess have you almost drowned? No. Have you? Mm, nope. <laughs> I respect. I'm. I don't play too much when it comes to the sea. <laughs> you gotta respect the sea. I really. The sea's all powerful. Yeah, very scary. Very very scary. Uh, what about you? Did you do anything nice? Uh, I saw saw um, some friends uh, on on the bank holiday day. Yes, yes. I'm just combining the whole weekend. But yeah, I saw some people, but nothing, nothing too major. Pretty chill. I was so tired yesterday, yesterday afternoon. I was knackered. Really? Yeah. So you were chuffed when I said, let's do this podcast tomorrow. I, to be honest, I had been saving my last, my last morsel of energy for the pod. Um, so I was ready to go, but it was also fine. Um, that we're a day late because you know, no one cares. Yeah, absolutely. Um, great. Well, uh, let's talk about the game that we played this week. Only if you want to. Oh, I think we have to. I, I, I want to, we have to. We can do whatever we want. That's true. That we a... could just call it there and then just talk about like movies for the next half hour. I mean, I wouldn't mind. Mixing um, it up. This, I mean, this game is not the best, but also I played quite a lot of it, so I feel maybe we should talk about it. Okay. Um, the game this week was a game called Spiritfarer. Mm-hmm. Um which you wanted me to play. Mm-hmm. Why did you want me to play such a boring game? Um, because I think it's excellent. Um, <laughs> okay. And um, I guess I thought you might too. Okay. Um, it's, this game was landed in a really weird place for me because I think it was very playable but was very, very boring. Um, mm. And I think it definitely picks up. I think the first couple of hours, I probably played this game for about five hours, mm. I would say. Um, 
before it got to a point where I felt like I would have had to have started to grind um, in order to unlock some things that I wanted to unlock. Mm. Um, and do you want to do you want to try and tell the people what this game is? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, Spirit Farrah is like a a well. So the narrative premise is you are the you've just recently been appointed the new sort of spirit fairer so the person that helps spirits cross over the afterlife into whatever that they don't really ever disclose what's beyond the Everdor, as they call it but moving over to their next sort of life i guess um you own and run this sort of large ship um and you meet these spirits and yeah you help them on their way sort of finishing up any final uh sort of things they feel they need to clean up in their lives before they can finally move on so it's sort of this cozy little management game um about like helping out others and kindness and um uh and you spend a lot of the time kind of growing crops and food to feed them um getting materials and upgrading your ship and the places the buildings on it yeah, it, it's cool. I mean, I think the shipbuilder part's one of the coolest parts of this game, uh, where basically you have a ship with a big empty space in the middle of it, and it's all on a grid, and the different buildings take up a certain amount of squares on the grid, and you can just place your buildings anywhere in that grid, and if they're high up, they'll be on stilts with the ladder, um, and you just kind of puzzle piece your uh, buildings around each other, Find a nice little orientation that you like. Um, yeah, yeah, you're sort of you're sort of plopping these buildings down. Um, yeah, as you said, on a grid. It's kind of it reminds me of like the Resident Evil Four inventory. Yeah. Um, so that sort of like Tetrisy, um, trying to squeeze everything into a into a nice gridded space and organize it. Or you could make it like a complete horrendous mess if you're a monster. Um, but you also want it to look nice, and you want to think about which buildings you use more often. And mm-hmm. it's it's nice. I think the funnest thing in this game, I think, was moving around the ship. Um, it's it's very fun to, uh, especially once you unlock the double jump, uh, just to be able to jump all over your ship and sort of figure out the ways to get from one place to another place kind of quickly. Um, and you, even though there's that's that's not like too complicated. You start to learn these little tricks on your ship, like you can slide down the rooftops of uh, slanted roofs, and you get like a bit of speed, and you can jump off, and you can go really far. So you know that like I can slide off here, do a big jump, land here, do a double jump, and get to like the top corner of my boat. Yeah, actually, it's it's probably worth mentioning. Actually, I don't know if I did or you did, but it's it's um two D. So, um the ship kind of is sort of almost like a cross-section if vibe kind of thing. Um, the buildings don't have any sort of um, horizontal placement. You just kind of stack them on top of each other. So, yeah. It's like a condensed uh, yeah, so platformer. It's sort of, yeah, so it's a very light um, platformer um, with a double jump and you get some other abilities um, further, further on um, to improve the platforming. Mm-hmm. And it has kind of a, I don't know, would you call it like a... It's like ca- cartoony anime aesthetic. It's really pretty, um, beautiful animation, like um, wonderful animation. The the actual character, the main character you play as, um, Stella, she like has, 
she has a great uh, run cycle and just like constantly lots of little sort of incidental animations that are really lovingly crafted. Um, you can like uh, hug every single spirit that you have on the ship and each of them have these sort of nice bespoke hugs animations. And um, uh, I had some yeah. real problems with the animations, dude. Real okay. problems, real problems. Uh, they were all too long and unskippable. They uh -huh. really disrupted the flow of the game for me, I thought. Right. Uh, and I thought that they were really nice um, and, like, great little animations, but they would often take too long and weren't skippable. Mm. Uh, and I think once you've seen them before and you have to go through this identical animation for, like, the hundredth time, mm. it's a bit like, oh. Yeah. I do... I understand that feeling definitely and like there have definitely been games that i've played where you just want to get through the animation you're not sure why it's forcing you to watch it and blah 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 i think for me i think one of the things this game is quite successful at is um or at least i think it is at least asking you to slow the heck down um i think this game is best played really gently and and i think coming from that sort of management sim place of like uh i don't know you could say this game has some like harvest moon influences or more recently like stardew valley and like animal crossing and like these kind of games that are about um crafting and and placing objects in a in a, in a space and getting rewards back and sort of monotonous repetitive tasks i think sometimes those games kind of pressure you into um min-maxing the stuff as fast as possible. And I think this game does that to some extent as well. It's really hard to avoid that when it's like a game. This game but I mean, this you can play this game at one mile an hour. No, but I think... I, I'll talk about it maybe in a bit later, but, like, I think just if you come back to, like, the animations, I think, for me, they never felt, like, invasive or a waste of my time because it was a way of the game being, like, just chill. <laughs> like, I think there's times where it's, like... So you get this, like rather punishingly annoying animation when you um Ugh, mess rocks. up breaking rocks so if Awful. you so basically you hold a and the longer you hold a the heavier the damage but if you hold it too long you'll like drop the um the axe and the animation when she drops the axe is probably like somewhere it's, between it's two seconds. and five seconds it's five seconds I yeah timed it. um which is really long um, Especially think, when you're required to charge it up to break the. It's not like it's it's like a like a high risk high reward mm. uh, sort of outcome where you you're trying to like do it perfectly to get maximum reward. It's like you have to sort of charge it up. So it's 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 like there's a very small window of what you're required mm. to do. There's no reason or rhyme for it to you know have any benefits of charging it up. Um, yeah. So much, and if you just go over by like. A tiny bit, and there's no indicator either that you're going over. There's no, like, sort of, you know, for example, bar, or the animation doesn't change significantly enough. It's just instantly, oh, I held it for a quarter of a second too long, and now I have to wait five seconds. Yeah, you're trying to, I think the best indication is the sound. Over a while, you get a feel for, like, when the sound file is going to end, um, because it does, like, increase in volume, but it does take a bit of a while to get used to. But I think, yeah, I think it's a fair complaint. Like, I think there's plenty of games that, for me, have frustrated on that side of things. Um, 
And I guess for whatever reason, I just have been so enamored with it anyway that that stuff hasn't really bothered me too much. Yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, but I mean, it is I, totally that, That's fair. definitely like the biggest, baddest one of all the animations mm. is that um, Rock Breaker. Also, the other one that was kind of annoying was Hugging Your Cat. Uh, so basically the main character is called Stella. Stella? Mm-hmm. Stella! Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep. <laughs> and uh, she has a cat called Daffodil. Um, and you can hug Daffodil whenever you want. She's a big hugger. Uh, but if, if you... When you're trying to leave a door, the cat is always sort of on your tail. And there, the amount of times that I tried to leave a door and was instead greeted with like a four-second animation of you hugging the cat, mm-hmm. uh, which is not skippable, was way too much. I think I've done that maybe twice. Really? I did it like yeah. probably ten times. I think you, you have to kneel down, right, to hug the cat. So maybe it's because you're like pressing down when you try to leave the building. Which is a natural reaction because I think that's like what a lot of video games do is like press the direction of the door oh, and then maybe. press A. But you have to kneel to hug the cat. Oh, really? Oh, that's mm-hmm. possible then, yeah. That must be what it is. Mm. Um, let me take it to the very start of this game that you uh, you touched on earlier. But the story, I think, is like the coolest premise ever. Mm. Uh, and I think this is where one of my biggest disappointments came from this game is that I thought the idea of... Uh, so you're, you're greeted by this guy called uh, Charon, um, who's a previous uh, escorter of dead spirits from the living to the afterlife. And he's a sort of typical, massive, hulking, shadowy bit of cloth with a couple of glowing eyes and like this big spooky staff super ominous looking with a sort of rickety gondola with some glowing yeah, lights I mean, around it he's he's sharon right so he's the he's like a greek myth oh really he, he's the greek myth i oh. mean he's, i quite like this rendition of him he's um he's like a bit more there's something a bit warmer about him um than like a big skull man but <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh yeah. that's cool i didn't realize that that was the actual yeah, he's the um, spirit fairer, I guess, in oh, this cool. sense. But yeah, I I think it's it's such an interesting idea and such a cool idea to look at the transition and the passing over of a job that you can feel like has been uh been done by this character for like centuries. Mm-hmm. Millennium, you know. This this guy is like, okay, this guy's been doing this for a thousand thousands of years. And this mm-hmm. is the moment when he hands over to someone else. And that's like a really interesting concept uh, because, you know, it, it's someone from infinite experience to someone new. And also when it's changing over from this spooky spirit guy to like the small witch girl, mm-hmm. uh, I thought like, okay, this is awesome. Like I'm so into the story uh, and I'm so ready to escort spirits, and I love the idea that you go from having this rickety little, rickety little uh, gondola boat to this huge, massive ship. Yeah. Um, and I thought that's so cool, and then was so disappointed that the spirits you pick up are essentially like people you know. Mm. It's really weird. So I haven't got you know I'm only like five hours in, so I don't know how the story develops. Um, but every spirit you pick up along the way 
uh, sort of lives on your boat and is also someone that you know. So it's like, hi, it's me, your uncle. <laughs> um, and it's like, okay, I don't feel like I'm doing my job, you know? Yeah. I, I, I was this little girl ready to pick up this very, very important task of taking these spirits who have just died and then transferring them to the underworld. And then it's like suddenly it's a story-based game where I'm just picking up like relatives almost or people I knew in a former life. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty vague about like exactly what relationship you have um, to these people. Like obviously some of them are like straight up, I'm your, I'm your auntie. But um, as in, in terms of like, I think the, 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 I haven't finished it yet and this has, still has not been revealed properly um of why is it that so many of these people i n- seem to know um sometimes it's sort of revealed a bit more over time sometimes it's straight up like hi i'm literally your mum's brother um and um <laughs> it's me <laughs> yeah um so that so, hasn't quite been revealed yet and i think maybe in some way i feel similarly like that's a bit of a wasted opportunity massively. um um, but I will say that for me, at least, um, there has been like payoff to that setup of them being some of them, at least being related to you, obviously. Um, I think in some ways it allows for like a different type of connection than maybe I was expecting to go into. I was kind of expecting to like meet these characters and be like, Oh, who's this weird guy? Like, what's his deal? And, and like learn to bond with him in a way that was, um, uh, like I completely learned from scratch, but instead I think it encourages you to like kind of imprint your relationship with um, your personal relationships with your aunties or whatever onto these people, because there, there's sort of, there's something you as in the player, the, the, the human player. Yeah. I think, I think for me, at least the characters have their traits. Like this one does this, this one eats a lot, you know, but like, um, I think in a way that they're, they're quite simple. And I think for me that allows me to be like, well, this is freaking uncle Alan, you know? And like, this is blah, blah, blah. And there's my grandma. And like, and, and, and <laughs> it makes it more emotional when you have to, eventually they like, you do the sort of side quests for them. Well, the side quests, the real quests. Um, and then eventually they're like, you know, what? I think I'm ready to move on. And you take them to the door and you give them one last hug and then they bugger off. And like sometimes you're like, cool, see ya, because <laughs> I don't really care about you. You're just a, you're just a person that I've helped out. But sometimes there is definitely, for me at least, there's definitely been like one or two like connections with that character in a way that I wasn't quite expecting. Okay. Um, and that's not necessarily going to be everyone's experience by any means. Um, but I to- I also totally get what you mean. Like I think, I think definitely the idea that you were going to meet a wacky range of characters from all walks of life is an exciting yeah. idea. And, they don't and the fact that you're not going to get that is, is a bummer. Yeah. It's I, the problem I have with it is that these characters will be like, Hey, uh, Stella, you know, I would love it if you could build me my own room on your boat. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, this, this isn't sustainable. You know, like that's, I have a job, which I'm not doing. My job is to take you to the door and instead, I'm letting you live on my boat. No, no, no. Your job is to ferry them to the afterlife. Yeah. 
but you're but that means helping them with their final acts, the final things they need to resolve. Okay, which well means then, they need to stay on your boat for a bit. Okay, well then, but then did Charon do that? I don't think so. Ah, ah, he doesn't say anything about that the job changes. I think you've taken it upon yourself to help these people, and I think that's nice. I think it's nice too, but it's not sustainable. And the well, have you seen how big this boat gets? <laughs> it gets big, I'm sure. I, it's already pr- pretty big for me, but I mean, like, my boat looks if, <laughs> ridiculous. If you're building every person who comes onto your boat their own room on their boat, their own yeah, like their own special space. Uh huh. That's not sustainable. You can't uh-huh. get everyone who dies. I took it as like. Here I am. It's my job to... I thought that, like, when I booted this thing up, I thought I was going to be picking up, like, 20 people from here, just be picking people up everywhere, dropping them off. I thought it was going to be, like, a resource management game of, uh, you know, like, delivering mass souls. From... That sounds incredibly bland. <laughs> no, it sounds amazing. Are oh. you kidding me? But still upgrading the ship. No, I wanna, I wanna like meet the people and and learn. I like, I really. That so the thing I really like, thing I really wanted to talk about with this game, is, uh, the idea of the idea. Like, I just want to talk about like side quests, right? Because this game to me is like someone took out the main quest, and everything you do is a side quest, mm. and side quests, um have a lot of bad rap and people tend to think of them as like there are good side quests and there are bad side quests and the bad ones are like um resource ma- resources like go here pick that up and bring it back um yeah, and there have been several gems. like attempts in the lo- this generation spe- especially like stuff like the witcher 3 and stuff and then ubisoft sort of followed on after that and a bunch of other developers have followed on after that where side quests are kind of still that but they they sort of pretend they're not by giving you very elaborate story details around the go to the resource and return the resource. Um, and in The Witcher 3, it works great. And in the other games, it works okay. Um, anyway, that's a tangent. My point is, I actually really well, are like... Are they side quests if there's no main quest? Well, just in terms of, like, the way they're set up. Like, I, I like for me, I actually really enjoy, like, simple... Side quests. I find I played um, Ghost of Tsushima recently, um, which is an absolutely fine video game. Um, and uh, that game has like really repetitive, bland side stuff, but it gives you an opportunity to like be in the space and like find some things and see some stuff and and just kind of get to know it a bit. And for me, that's that's my favorite time is like being in the space on my own, not being talked to by another character, just kind of going to the thing and then coming back. And I think this game, Spiritfarer, takes, has, to me, has, like, yeah, has lifted out the boring main quest that is in most games, thrown it away, <laughs> and then, and then giving, given you, like, the wacky side characters I think that it's ask, ask you to go pick up um, some, like, I don't know, tchotchke and bring it back to them. Like, I th- I think it does it really well, and it and it makes me very happy to be like very casually going from place to place, um, slowly upgrading my ship, whilst also yeah finding resources. 
Fair enough. I'm making friends. Fair enough. I, I, I think it's unfair to say the boring main quests of video games. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't think, I think generally the main quest is normally pretty a good part of the video game. Not yeah. always, but I definitely don't think it's universally the worst bit of a boring but it's, video it's, game. I mean, it's very often not the best part of the video game. Sure. I'm not saying the side quests are, but I but think sometimes I think what happens the best with, part of the video game. with the side quests is they actually get you to the game part of the game a lot quicker than the story part does. Especially in like we're talking about like open world games, I think like the open world stuff is like when it's a main quest, it's like here's a wacky one-off moment that's cool, um, but it's not actually what you do like 95% of the time in this game. But do you um, think the 95% of this game is good? I really, really like this game. Really? Okay. So, it is. It, it's oh, it's a very good chill game, no doubt about that. Um, it's a great like half hour before bed game. If anyone's interested, like get it on Switch, boot it up, boot it up, play for half an hour, feel sleepy, turn it off, go straight to sleep. It's great. Okay, I think a problem I had with this game is that you do the same stuff too much. You're very, very, mm. very repetitive. Mm. Um, and but I think like also in the first two hours there was pretty much nothing to do mm. um, because like as you build up your boat it sort of so you're in a destination and you have a map and you pick a new destination on your map and your ship will travel there uh, depending on how far away it is um, and in that time there's things you can do like you can go fishing or you can you know tend to your plants or cook some stuff or talk to the people on the boat uh, but for, like, the first two hours, there's, like, nothing to do on this boat. Mm. Um, and the fishing at the start sucks uh, mm. because they upgrade your fishing rod a little bit into it, um, in which it becomes good fishing. Um, but at the start, it's really bad fishing. And there's, like, two hours of, oh, I'm just sitting on my boat. I might as well fish, but I can only catch one type of fish. And there's no, like, skill involved. Or, you know, like, minigame mm. involved. And I'm literally just sitting here waiting for, like, two I hours. Mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I mean, I guess that's... I didn't I didn't feel like that... Because I, I would say, yeah, there is a little bit of, like, a warm-up period. I wouldn't say it was two hours. I felt like you got one or two or three different spirits on your boat within, like, the first hour, maybe. And then from there, they ask you to build, like... Yeah, like places to grow crops or um, uh, like, I don't know, I can't remember what order this stuff comes in, but like the thing to chop down wood or blah, blah, blah. Um, I feel like that stuff comes up like it definitely like at least for the first like 20 minutes, there's like I can fish, I guess I'll do this. But really, this isn't really worth my time. Um, but very soon I felt like you were doing more stuff, but maybe we just had different um routes because the game is relatively open it sort of has the sort of progression mechanics of kind of like a, a like a metroid or like a castlevania where um you there aren't really up there isn't like an upgrade tree but basically you get um basically every time you accept someone on board they give you this little token and when you get two of those you can gain a new sort of ability at a shrine you might find on one of the lands one of the islands um and the shrine will give you a double jump or the ability to um use zip lines or um glide or whatever That's um cool. 
I mean, that's, that's, and, that's all good stuff. I'm, I'm glad they have that, that. Like, they use that to, like, gate off stuff. So, like, that means you can't go through this level because you don't have the zip line or the other place it does that is on the ship. So, like, you need to get, you need to upgrade it at times and you need this, this, and this item to upgrade it, which you don't have yet. And that would allow you to go to this area because it can break through the rocks in the water, that sort of thing. Right. Um, and that's what's cool. My Actually, my biggest complaint with the game is that um, it tells you no too much. Um, and it does drive me a little bit insane. Like, I really, really like Metro games and Castlevania games. Um, I really like that whole um, progression mechanic. I think it's very satisfying to, like, come back to a place you've already been and be able to do more stuff. But I found in this game that you were bl- you were gated off way more often than you were allowed into the space. Um, okay. You would like go into an island and it felt like 60% of it was locked off and you could maybe pick up, yeah, 40% of the things. And um, there were times where you, the times, you know, that th- I don't know if you've ever experienced, but you'd like get somewhere, you'd be excited to get some, getting somewhere. And then it's just like straight up like, oh, you just don't have the thing. And like this whole piece of this whole area is completely locked off. And yep. like, that's okay if it's, like 40, 60 of the time, like 40% of the time you won't be able to go, but 60% of the time you get to enjoy this new piece of content. Right. But it actually felt like it was weighted the other way. Um, like there, there's one, <laughs> um, one island, I think the best example of it, there's one island a bit later in the game, I just got through it. And there's like 10 buildings on this island and nothing else to do. And I just walked down this entire island and every single door to the island was locked. Yeah. And that just doesn't feel good um, to not be able to go in any of the things, but still be able to explore the place. It almost creates a sense of like anxiety because it's like, oh God, I'm going to have to come back here. And when am I going to get to do that? And what if I forget? And um, what if I never see what's in this door? And whatever's in this door is probably nothing. Um, yeah. So that's probably just my main complaint. It's not a, it's not a huge deal. Um, but sometimes I feel like the, the sort of upgrade tree stuff kind of ends up piling up into a corner and then you sort of have this big splurge of like right now i can build this 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 because i unlocked all these things and now i have like 20 things to go back i can do when i feel like it needs to be spread a bit more evenly right i mean that makes sense Mm. that makes sense um yeah i mean i think it's interesting because i think how much have you played i don't know this game is surprisingly long Mm. um I was. I thought it would be over a lot quicker than it is. It's really quite big, um, and there's quite a lot to do. Um, but so I couldn't really say how many hours I put into it. Twenty-one hours, it says. Twenty-one hours? Yeah. That can't be right. That's too much. That's what it says. And then plus extra is thirty hours. Wowzers. Um, it, that's yeah, interesting because I think it's a big game. That sounds like an experience that I haven't had yet. Uh, yeah. For me, I, I I found it all to be quite, and maybe it's just how like the first few hours are, first like five hours are. But I found that it was all quite uh, corridored almost, um, especially especially in the way that it sort of makes you build your ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because it it takes you to an island, and. You'll find someone there, for example. You'll find a spirit to pick up, and then they will give you a mission that leads you to somewhere else on the map. Um, mm-hmm. And I felt like that was pretty 
although you could choose where you wanted to go, it sort of just made sense to follow the mm. markers. And then at the same time, when you wanted to upgrade your ship, it was always like, you need these materials to build a saw a sawmill place. Mm. Uh, and then once you have a sawmill, you can get wood to make this place. And then once you get that place, you can use the wool that you harvest from that wool harvesting place that you've just built to make the next room. Um, so I felt like I felt like it was just sort of telling me what I could do, mm. um, you know, as I progress. And I was building buildings to essentially unlock the next building a lot of yeah, the time. Yeah, I think, I think you definitely are building things to unlock more things to build. Yeah. Um, but... I, I I didn't feel like it was too long before I had the option of three different things I could do. Okay. Um, but there have been one or two times where um, I think there's, there was one time specifically where I actually just, I was kind of stuck. Like I just wasn't actually sure what I needed to do. I clearly like missed something on the map um, and like all the other characters, I probably had like three or four people on my ship and all the other characters were sort of waiting for me to do this one thing for one of the characters so that I could do everything else for the other characters. Right. Um, You're in a weird infinite. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Um, anyway, the, to wrap it all up, I still had a good, I had, I had a good time playing this game. I just mm-hmm. thought, it, to be honest, this game was like, the whole time I was playing this game, I felt, oh, why couldn't it just be a little bit more like this? Mm. And, you know, I mean, that's just the way I want it to be personally. And obviously you loved it. Um, so it's not like a universal thing. But there are a lot of times where I was like, oh, I just wish it was like this. Like, yeah, I, I wish I wish there on your map it shows like places where there are crates, um, like Lost at Sea. And you can go there, open up the crate and find some like resources and stuff in the Lost Crates. And I was like, oh. I wish that you just like stumble across crates while just traveling anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I wish there were more events that happened to you while you were just traveling. Mm-hmm. I wish there were way more, you know, instead of seeing that you're traveling into a thunderstorm, I wish that there would just be all these different cool weather patterns that would happen while you're just traveling. And maybe there'd be some big fish that would just appear and like jump onto the deck of your ship. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted all that stuff. Um, mm. I don't know. There was a lot I wanted to do with this game. That, yeah, I get that. I totally get that. I think those are all like... And it's funny because I think I probably had those thoughts as well. Um, but I guess just like overall I'm just so sort of enamored with it that like I'm okay with the way it is. Um, but yeah, I think I just... that That whole idea of... And yeah, just to wrap like... So maybe I don't feel like properly I explained it, but like that whole idea of someone. So let's, let's walk down a little scenario here. So someone, one of your spirit friends is like, hi, I heard that my um, husband might be on this Island um, over here. Can we go check it out? And you're like, yeah, we can go do that. So you go set a new space on the, on the map is revealed. You go set the waypoint for the boat to go there. The boat starts driving there. Um, and then you've got, I don't know, five minutes to kill. 
Um, so in that five minutes, you will um, go water your plants, pull up um, some of your grains, um, chop some wood, go fishing, uh, feed some people on the thing, get some other quests from them, um, and then hopefully somewhere in there you've arrived at your destination. And I yeah. think just that, like, um, for me, there's, there's just something so satisfying and soothing about being able to do the thing whilst also making progress on the next thing just by naturally moving towards it. Um, yeah, that feels I th- great. I, th- I think that's such a nice, yeah, that's such a nice sensation um, and I, that is where some of the anxiety comes in of like management games of like, okay, I've got to get here. So I've got this amount of time to do this many things. Um, but the game is never like, oh, well, now you're there's out of time. Never, there's never a timer. I mean, um, it's, it's a self-set timer of I'm traveling here to here. Yeah. But once you arrive, you can just keep doing yeah, stuff. You, you want to just sit to... in the middle of the ocean and, and like clean up some bits that you haven't got around to yet. Yeah. Um, you there's, there's no pressure. It's also, I think, worth mentioning that I stopped playing this game because of a bug. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, I was cutting wood. And you know the line that appears on the wood? Uh, yes. That you, like, have to follow with your cutter? Yeah. That just wasn't on the wood. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> you need that. You do, yeah. And, like, you could see it would glow when you're in the right place. So you could kind of, like, guess. But even if you guessed, it wouldn't give you any uh, planks. Mm, you don't even get one. You don't even get one. Uh, um, okay. So. Just wasting wood. Yeah. Um, so I, I stopped playing because of a bug, which is always never too fun. Yeah, it's always a bummer. Um, anyway. Well, I'm bummed you didn't like it. I. Um, it's not that I didn't like it. I liked the game. I played the game a lot. There was just so much more I wanted from the game. Yeah. I, I, I you know, I played more than three hours. There's, that's true. It's, that's like the biggest. Uh, if there's if there's ever a recommendation that you should like be like, oh, maybe this is worth playing. It's that one of us played for more than three hours. Yeah, <laughs> that is a really good sign. And so the fact that I played this game for more than three hours and intended to play more, um, but was stopped by a bug, mm. is I think a, a glowing review in itself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would <laughs> like. I mean, obviously, if you if you're done, you're done. But like. It'd be cur- I'd be curious to know what you think after more than three to five hours, just to see if like that thing of it feeling corridory is still an issue the whole way through for you. Like if that's because it hasn't opened up yet, or because you just feel that way about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, who knows? Who knows? Maybe we'll, maybe we Next week, do you want to know what you're playing? I'd love to. Uh, I already gave you one clue of uh, clue one. I will try to see if I can get get this game to play, which I think I should be able to. Uh, which clue implies two. it's on an emulator of some kind? No, no, no. Um, clue two. This game is massive. So start downloading ASAP. Massively multiplayer. Just massive. Just okay. Massive. Try to see uh, this game to Clue three. It's a franchise or like oh, a game it, that has been it, out. Is it Flight Simulator? Yes. 
I've played three hours of this already. You've already played three hours of it? Yeah. Uh, well, that's okay. I mean, I'm done as well. Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm done. <laughs> oh, you know, I think I actually uninstalled it the other day. God damn it. <laughs> it's so big. Um, well, <laughs> Flight Simulator. Flight Simulator 2020. 2020, baby. Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yes. Cool. Okie dokie. All right. Um, See you we, later. Uh, we post this podcast um, on Mondays most of the time um, on SoundCloud and iTunes, on Google Podcasts, on Spotify, on anywhere. Just look look it up. You'll find it. Um, let us know if there's some platform that you want it on and it's not on um, and we'll figure it out. Uh, we've got a Instagram at timeplay3hr. And a Twitter at TimePlay3HR. And a email account, TimePlay3HR at gmail.com. Uh, please write us and tell us your thoughts on Flight Simulator because I cannot wait to hear yeah. it. Yeah. Hey, can you play this game multiplayer? I think you can. You can. Let's play some Flight Simulator t- together. I'm curious to see if this game runs on your PC. Yeah, it's a good question. <laughs> it's like it's quite a hog really can you like you you boot up into like heathrow and it's like oh <laughs> god um we'll just we'll just play in like low low populated areas well it, it's gonna take me like days to download this game with my internet have you I'm, you've I'm downloaded have the to... launcher right no okay so this is a very important point the launcher is really small you need to download that then you need to launch the game, and then it's a huge download. Okay, that's fine. Um, I'll need to download it on an external hard drive. Um, <laughs> because there's definitely not enough room on the PC. I think it's like 90. Oh, is that it? I thought it was like 160. Is it? I think so. Oh. Um, I feel like I only down at 90, but what? maybe I'm wrong. Whatever. Um, cool. Um, yeah, I guess that is it, isn't it? I think so. All right, well, let's say our goodbyes. All right, see you later. Bye.